Welcome to episode 79 of the Family Geekery Podcast. I'm Amber. I'm Danny. And I'm Chris. And today we're going to be talking about The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, the animated movie from 1979. <laughs> You've been asking for a Narnia episode? <laughs> I didn't expect this. And I'm... Uh, I'm not I'm not ready for a full blown Narnia episode yet, so I thought we'd just get a little dip dip the old toes into the pool of, of Narnia <laughs> stuff. This, After uh, really cool Ninja Turtles, we get really interesting animation from '79. <laughs> hey, this is what I grew up with. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean but and that's not really an excuse because I think all the holiday animated, you know, yeah. classics are before 1979. And also, uh, CGI existed. You brought up Star Wars in our in our texts, and I'm like, yeah, we had lightsabers then. <laughs> well, this this production that we'll talk about was was not up to that kind of budget. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. So before we get into our epic subject for this week, let's talk about our Geeky Weeks. Geeky Weeks. Geeky Weeks. You start off. All right. I'll start off this week. (laughs) So I started playing a game that I got during the Steam sale, and it was a very cheap game. I think it was $2.99 on sale from from $3.99. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, but it's uh, Factory Town Idol. So have you heard of Factory Town? No. Factory no. Towns Factory Town is the real game and it's like a Factorio or Satisfactory type game, you know, you build buildings that link to other buildings that do things like factories. But okay. Factory Town Idol is just like an idle version of it. But it's not super idle. You you got to you got to do a lot of managing on it. But it's fun. It's really uh it's uh, it it grabs you right away, and you get addicted to it quickly. So, it's a fun little time killer. Um, right. and then also today we had a little sneak uh, preview drop of GTA Six trailer. Oh, which was supposed to be I think later this week, but it got leaked. So Rockstar <laughs> went ahead and just released the the trailer. Hmm. Anyhow. Are you sure so it's not you, an EA game? So either of you watched <laughs> the that? Leaks? No, I didn't even no. know that GTA 6 was happening. Me neither. Well, it's it was inevitable. It's been in the making for like 10 years, but uh, highly they anticipated. They were still making a bunch of money off of GTA 5, so <laughs> slowed it down. Well, just think about GTA 5 and how successful it was, and then think about all the advancements that they made during like Red Dead Redemption 2. And now you get to take some of that tech that they came up with that for that game and add it into an epic franchise like GTA. And I forgot the trailer for it. The trailer for it is awesome. Okay, I'll have to go check that out. Graphics look good. It's based in Florida, so it looks like there may be some Vice City in there, plus some Everglades, and then some backwoods, like. (laughs) Like it's really got Florida me man. It's very Florida man stuff. There's a lot of Florida man Yay. stuff. Yay! And the the trailer has a song by Tom Petty. 
very famous Floridian. Nice. So that was that was a nice little touch. Is he Margaritaville? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, that's Jimmy Buffett. Oh. <laughs> the late, great Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, never mind. No, Tom Petty was not the the sandal wearing beach guy. He was more the the blue collar. He was from alligator slinger. Yeah. Okay. You'd know his his stuff immediately if you heard it. Yeah, I know the name. Yeah, so super excited about that. Cool. Hopefully, it'll be released in the next couple of years. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it had a release date on the trailer or not, but it just looks good. Nice. How about you guys? Um, well, very fittingly to the topic, I finished reading the uh, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Perfect. Um, have not started the next book yet, but I will the next time I'm in my car. <laughs> um, and yeah, I don't know what else I'm doing. I For some reason, I thought that the Percy Jackson's show was coming out on the 7th of December, so I'm like, oh, I've got to finish reading the book in like three days, and then I re-googled it. It comes out on the twentieth, so oh. mm. I've got I've got time to read that. Um, yeah, I've just been playing a lot of playing a lot of games on my phone. You got cool. games on your phone? And I got I I got Golden League of Legends, and I gave up because I'll get the skin, <laughs> and that's all I need. <laughs> I'm sure somebody understands what that means. I do. Okay. Ranked. <laughs> they they give a they give a skin out. They actually changed the way it works this season. Um but they give a skin out at the end of the year for everybody who reached gold in ranked games. Um but now if you just play a certain number of games, no matter what rank you are, you get the skin. You just get a different color of it depending on what your rank is um but like at gold you barely have to play any games and you get the skin so that's pretty cool yeah how about you danny well i've been playing a good old mobile game it's called (laughs) bloons td5 nice (laughs) (laughs) never gets old Balloons never gets old. No, I, and I didn't really get into TD six as much, probably because I was just so used to TD five. So I just keep playing TD five, and I've been speed running, trying to get all the medals for the maps. So that's cool. what I'm. You call doing what you were right doing now. speed running, going to level one fifty. No, that <laughs> I. <laughs> I just that one I was like, oh, let's see how far I can get. And how far I like, did you get? I just I had to just keep it running because <laughs> <laughs> it would not I would not lose. I got to like round 160 or so. But nice. which isn't as far as like other people have gotten, but it was impressive for me. <laughs> and my nice. map just had a bunch of balloon chippers and god monkeys sun gods so only saw like one bank or something 
Did you not have I any had, bank? I had six or seven, but then I sold a few so that I could place more monkeys because I had unlimited money at that point. Oh my yeah, gosh. you get to a point where you have too much money and not nothing to spend it on anymore. Yeah, no space. But it's a good, good game playing right now. Cool. All right, so for this week's episode, I challenge the girls to watch The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, the animated feature from 1979 based on the C.S. Lewis book from 1950. Uh-huh. And yes, we're talking ancient low-budget animation. Maybe some low-budget voice acting. No, no <laughs> offense to no offense to anybody. No offense to anybody who worked on the movie, but it it was not looking so hot. I think the witch like went all out. Yeah. But the other actors seemed like they kind of phoned it in. Mm-hmm. Especially, it seems like they got, like, adult men to do the boys' voices. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, this is a, a animated series that I grew up watching. I can remember watching it as a kid. And it was quite popular, won two Emmys. The, the one that we this? watched? Yes. <laughs> two <laughs> Emmys. I don't know what it was for. Maybe probably the soundtrack because the soundtrack was actually pretty nice. The soundtrack was good. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine it could be like best supporting actor or something. <laughs> but it was a story that was cool because, you know, fantasy. Everybody liked yeah. fantasy back then. And it was an easy way to ingest it as a kid. Because I wasn't exactly going to start reading some novels. Mm-hmm. It's a really short book. So a 90 minute 90 minute uh, movie is shorter than a short book <laughs> for me. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I enjoyed it growing up. And I know it's dated, but I figured let's, let's introduce that to the kids and see what they think of it. I'm so, surprised we didn't watch it when we were kids. Uh, well, they probably didn't have 4K ripped versions on YouTube back then. True. True. But wait, we did have a, was it like a, a CD version of audiobooks or something? Like, I remember we had a big, like, folder full of DVDs or CDs or something. That was the BBC from 1988. That was the BBC uh, series. Was that live I action? I think we did have audiobooks also on CD. Okay. Yeah, we had a box set of the BBC set, and then we had a folder type thing, like a photo album type size thing mm-hmm. of, of the audiobooks. Okay. I don't remember ever watching any of those or anything, but I remember having it and looking at the pictures. <laughs> yeah, they weren't. I mean, but it was kind of hard to go back to that because you guys did grow up the di- with the Disney version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which... Is fantastic. Pretty, pretty fantastic. Now, did you notice, speaking of the Disney version, did you notice that some of the scenes look like the the people who did the, the modern Disney one watched this animated series and was like, oh, that's that's a good uh, 
angle. Let's go ahead and use that same thing. <laughs> yeah, especially how uh, Mr. Tumnus is red with green hair in the animated show. I, I totally loved that in the live action <laughs> Disney version. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say yeah. special effects or makeup. I said, like, camera angles. <laughs> no, I, I did realize one difference, though. Um, uh, when I was watching it, the spa-oom with the wardrobe on it, I after watching the Disney one, it's like it's a long room and the wardrobe is on the far wall opposite the door. Right. And that's Very how inviting. I, yeah. And that's how I thought about it the whole time reading the book, because that's what I remember watching. And then I see this version and the wardrobes just like on the, on the wall next to the door, just chilling a completely different orientation. I was like, mm-hmm. I never would have thought that that was ever a possibility that the wardrobe would be there and not like far away on the opposite wall. Right. So that's one thing I noticed. So it's got to be on the outside wall or else it couldn't go on forever. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a little different since we're talking about differences. Mr. Tomnus is red with green. hair. <laughs> Let's talk about the first interaction with Mr. Tomnus. Between Lucy and Mr. Tomnus. Now, I'm watching it last night, and I instantly get creeper vibes. Oh yeah. And Mm -hmm. it was it was a very, uh, would you like some candy, little girl? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Would you like some candy and go back to my place, little girl? Type (laughs) uh, type vibe to it, and I didn't get that from the the Disney version. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more like the 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 deceit was kind of a surprise at that point. Like you could see yeah. he was he was gunning for it right away. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, how since since you have most recently read the book, we'll yes. refer to you. How how was it portrayed in the book? Could you tell in their interaction that it was foreshadowing that he was going to backstab her, or was it like genuine? Like have some tea with me. I'll just say that the movie, the animated one that we just watched, almost every single line comes right out of the book. It is a lot more copy and paste from the book than than the the Disney version is, um, which is kind of cool. Um, and that was like throughout the entire movie. Um, I noticed very little differences from the book. Um, but in the in the book, it does seem a little bit more like, hey, kid, I, you're my friend now. And not, hey, kid, let's have some candy at my house and I'll kidnap you. So I don't know if that was just a difference in, you know, the, the reader of the audiobook versus this voice actor or whatever. Um, probably the facial... <laughs> uh, like expressions of Mr. Tumnus in the animated version are, you know, adding to that also because he looks creepy. <laughs> um, yeah. Looks a little devilish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know who came up with that skin. color palette. I don't know who read Ah Fawn <laughs> and decided <laughs> bright red and green in a world where it's always winter and never Christmas. Um, I don't know. Maybe just to contrast him against the white and the blues. I don't know. But it was interesting. Yep. 
So to answer no. your question, the book did not seem that that creeper creepery. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of caught me off guard. Like I, I knew what was going to happen, mm-hmm. but I didn't expect to like smell it right away. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so that was that was a little different. Um, th- there was only a, a few differences, and I think the, the Wikipedia page lists out the four differences um, of the between the book and this animated short, which I think it's pretty cool because it's only a ninety-minute animated feature, mm-hmm. and it, when when you're dealing with a book, there's like no limit to what you can do. Right. But mm-hmm. with an animation thing, there's there's a limit. So the fact that there's only four differences or four major differences, I thought that was, that was pretty good. A, they, I did a they quick, did a good job. I did a quick maths, um, just like memory based on like the average length of each chapter in the audiobook and how many chapters I think there are. And the book is only about 230 minutes long. So okay. there's not a lot they have to trim down on. And a lot of it is like descriptions and thoughts and stuff like that that they're not going to add in the animated like. So it's not like a terribly long book to, you know, adapt into a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what else? So what, what other were notes the four you got? major differences? Uh, uh, can, the... I, can I list some possibly? And you sure. tell me. Yeah, go no, for it. No Santa. Santa did not give the presents to the kids. Yep, that's the first the one. Movie. Okay. That there was a mention of Father Christmas, but yeah. he didn't distribute the the, right. uh, the gifts. It was Aslan. Um, while running to the stone table, the witch never sees the kids. That wasn't that, listed, but that wasn't listed. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, the giant! The giant is not in the movie. I don't know if your Wikipedia page talks about a giant. He's only in one chapter, but he he's pretty important to getting them out of the the witch's house. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I, I think the the Santa Claus one was the the major one. The other ones were kind of minor. Like oh, okay, okay. The name of the the captain of the yeah the guard. In the book, his name is Morgren or something. Right. Yeah. That was that was it. Um, but they used um, the other name for most American adaptations, I guess. Okay. Instead of Morgan. I guess Fenrir or whatever his name is makes more sense. It's like the Norse wolf. Yeah. But yeah, there's a really cool giant in the book, and he just ain't in the movie. Yeah, I forgot all about that. That was Reapy Cheap in the book? No. Okay. Not in this one. Gotcha. I don't. I didn't think he shows up until Don Treader. Uh, or was he in Prince Caspian? Also, he was in Prince Caspian. Okay, I'm not there he's yet. In that book. I barely remember that movie. But there was the rats that were eating away the, yeah. the ropes. So I thought maybe, maybe he was one of them. <laughs> I didn't see a little sword sticking off of his uh, belt. So. <laughs> Reap cheap best character. What other notes do you get on this oh movie boy. you watched? Do I have <laughs> any notes? Um, 
at one point, one of my notes is just ugly. <laughs> <laughs> no, mm. no offense to the the animators. Um, the backgrounds were beautiful. Oh yeah. The the animators had some questionable faces, though. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> at one point, there's a bull with a human face. Like, he's still, like, a brown bull, but he's got, like, straight-up human nose and eyeballs and a big old chin. I'm like, wh-? And I was trying to find them a second time, but I, I couldn't find the, the scene where it was at. It felt... Um, it, what I noticed is, like, the animation looked like it was drawn on a whiteboard and because i in like multiple frames i could see like the under drawings of the past frames and it mm. looks like they just like erased them and then which is probably what they did because that was a common thing to do but with like a literal whiteboard yeah well some of like the the like coloring was like very looked like whiteboard ish but okay. i know it wasn't on a whiteboard <laughs> um but yeah i remember one of the other differences oh yeah one of the other differences was there's absolutely no mention of world war ii there's no reason for them to be at the professor's house right oh yeah there which which i can understand if it's a children's feature that you don't start it with war but that didn't um, stop disney from having the most terrifying opening scene of any disney movie (laughs) (laughs) but but even even if you don't mention that it's World War Two, you know, refugees of World War Two. Yeah. You don't put them in like seventies turtlenecks <laughs> and bell bottoms. <laughs> I mean it, it looked a little bit like a, a bad uh, Scooby Doo cast. That, yeah. I did get a lot of Scooby Doo yeah. vibes, which makes sense because Scooby Doo started around that same time, right? Yeah, but they had good animators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they probably had a bunch more money. Um one of my notes was, do they know what animals look like? Because <laughs> I understand, like, it's it's a show. You want to exaggerate different features or whatever. But why did Aslan look kind of like the Care Bear Lion? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess that's endearing. Um, but yeah. I don't know. Do they know what animals look like? <laughs> here's here's something that troubled me a little bit. Okay. I think by watching this, the land of Narnia is about two blocks large. <laughs> because they get from the castle to the battlefield to you know, Castle Paravel or whatever. Ca- yeah. Cow, Cow Palaval. Care Bear Paravel. Care yeah. Bear. Like in seconds. Yeah. Like they're they're running from, uh, you know, the where the battle's going to be to the stone table. Mm-hmm. And then they get from the stone table to the uh, the castle to rescue all the, the stone, stonified creatures. And then they get back to the battle all before <laughs> anything happens. Yeah. And it's only after this, only after they return, um, that the, the witch decides, oh, wait, I've got this wand that can just turn everybody to stone. Let me just go ahead and start turning everybody to stone. Why didn't she start that beginning of the battle? Yeah, and the book <laughs> is a little different. 
like she was using the um the wand like for the entire half of the front first half of the battle and then Edmund destroyed the wand. Hmm. And that was like right before Aslan got there. Okay. Yeah. The book the book made made a little more sense of the timeline and the traveling situations and stuff like that. Wasn't there a, was there a flying creature that helped them get there or was that am I thinking of something different? Um, how to get where? To the castle. To the, the queen's castle. I think it was just Aslan. Okay. But he's a big jumper, big runner. He's got <laughs> he the was jumping, jumping from scene to scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that troubled me, and I don't know if you guys caught this, but, you know, after Peter has his first fight, against the wolf Aslan's like give me your sword and I will knight you oh, yeah. and, and Peter gives and then Peter gives the sword off frame and then from out of the frame you just you just see the sword you don't see Aslan at all knighting Peter and I'm like right. is it in his mouth is he holding it with his hands? Did the animators just not want to make a decision? <laughs> so it's just I was saying, a mystery arm knighting him, probably. I was saying to myself, please, please show the mouth. Please, <laughs> please have the sword in the mouth. And then the it, same it made thing me think of the... Uh, have you ever seen the, the scene from Tarzan, the animated movie? Um, that everybody shows as a meme. It's a, a scene of Tarzan swinging uh, through the through the jungle, and he's holding Jane in his arms, and he's got uh-huh. both arms holding Jane yeah. up, but he's still swinging. So they show like an X-ray. Yeah, they show him putting it in his butt cheeks. <laughs> yeah, his butt cheeks is holding the vine. <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking when I was watching that scene. Because then they they did the same thing to Edmund later. Yeah, same exact thing. Same exact. Give me your sword. <laughs> and you just see the tip of the sword from from out of frame. <laughs> but it can't be his mouth, though, because he went. Yeah, he was talking. <laughs> he was talking. He said, "Peter, I dubbed the you know king of of Narnia." So he must he must have had opposable thumbs. I don't know. <laughs> had an assistant. He was. He was doing this. He was pawing yeah. it with both paws. He was standing up. It was in his butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> he got knighted by a butt cheek sword. I don't think lions have butt cheeks, Danny. Or his tail. <laughs> by, by, the, by the power invested in my butt cheeks. <laughs> I now pronounce you king of the Narnia. They weren't saying Narnia. They're saying Narnia. Narnia. Yeah. Like Narnia, <laughs> Narnia business. <laughs> Maybe we're saying it wrong. Well, at least they were saying Aslan. Because like in the books, they say like Aslan. <laughs> like, why are you saying it like that? Can't you just say Aslan? <laughs> There's one S. <laughs> As, oh, that must be why he holds the... He gets his name from holding the sword in his butt cheeks. That's right. <laughs> What about you, Danny? What 
Anything disturb you? <laughs> or did anything really impress you? Mm. Yeah, you're a little Miss Animator over there. Give us your notes. <laughs> what would you improve? <laughs> what, what would you learn from? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I've seen better animations in my school. <laughs> there, was, there was some Scooby-Doo-esque, like, Running. when a person's walking, you know, bouncing yeah. while walking. Mm-hmm. But then I think it was the... What what are the what are the horsemen people called? Centaurs. centaurs. The centaurs, when they walked, I mean they would they would have more of a, a bounce to them. But in the animation, they animated them walking by rotating their shoulders left to right as they're walking. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's but all that's you, happening. Did you notice that when they saved Edmund from the White Queen or the White Witch? The the centaur twists like two hundred and seventy degrees to pick at to pick Edmund up and put him on his back. <laughs> oh, yeah. He like twists like all the way like an owl to put Edmund on his back and then twists back like it's no big deal. <laughs> like he didn't just break seven ribs. Yeah. Then at one point, um, was it Lucy and Susan were riding Aslan back from? the castle and they get all the way back to the like the cliff above the the battleground and he's like get off me (laughs) it was like very abrupt he's like get off me and then he just jumps and lands on the queen yeah (laughs) pounces her yeah like that was one thing that surprised me about the book was because obviously like I, i i listen to them mostly while i'm driving so I I only have, like, you know, 70% of my attention there. Like, I'm not fully focusing on the book. And I get to the major fight at the end. And it's like, Aslan jumped down. And then it's just like, and the queen was dead. And I'm like, and that's it? (laughs) Like, like I, I, I miss it the first time. And then they're like, and now they kill all the troops now that the witch isn't around. Like, the rest of the troops are easier to kill since the witch isn't there. And I'm like, oh, I guess she's dead then, just just like that. <laughs> like, that was easy, I guess. Yep. All right, Danny, I got a question for you since you're the, the art person. Mm-hmm. When they're, when uh, Aslan is breathing on the stone creatures to bring them back to life, how are they doing that special effect and making them glow to, to come back to life. Did you see that? It was like, it's almost like looking through a kaleidoscope. It was like bright and sparkly. Yeah. I'm trying you to You slept remember. through that part, didn't you? I did actually fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fell asleep at one point too, and I had to rewind it back because... Oh All of a sudden, I, there's, I rewinded there's beavers on the screen. I'm like, where did they come from? <laughs> I thought it right at the end. But, so what happened? They, they like, faded back into the screen or something? Yeah, but... Yeah, they looked they, like disco balls as they were turning back into creatures. Yeah, it, it uh, wasn't animated. It must have been, like, clear cells and then mm-hmm, some, yeah. kind of, some kind of special effect or some kind of animation behind it or something. Mm-hmm. That's what I've noticed Probably. in older animes. 
like when it gets really bright in Sailor Moon or whatever, it's like, oh, it must just be like clear and then they shine a light behind it. Yeah. It reminded me of, I've, I've talked about this before, I think on the podcast, the Energon Cubes mm. from the Transformer, the 1980s Transformer um, cartoons. The Energon Cubes always had this really cool special effect that was definitely some kind of light emitting from behind the animation cells. So yeah, so that's your homework assignment. All Recreate right. that effect for me. Sounds good. I'm sure there's a there's a button that can do it for me in Photoshop or something. Right. <laughs> now it's just a filter. Yeah. <laughs> Adobe After Effects or whatever. So did you catch who made this movie? No. The Episcopal Church. Really? Yeah, or there's some some version of some something some because I think C.S. Lewis gave them the rights early on to make a TV movie, but it has to do with the Episcopal Church. Now, I thought he was whole... was he Christian or I yeah. Is Episcopal Christian? Yeah. Okay. I, I get these mixed up sometimes. No, he, he's a god boy. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know if he purposely gave them the rights to it so they could use it to make money, but I don't know. So that's <laughs> that's probably why they don't have the highest production quality. Yeah. I was really expecting it to be done by Rankin and Bass. Who's who that? did... They're the ones that did the uh, Rudolph. They they had a lot to do with some of those specials, um, but the Lord of the Rings animated. Oh, movies. like the Hobbit. Yeah, I remember watching that one. Yeah, so Rankin Bass did those, and I I thought I remembered them doing this, but as soon as I started watching the first couple scenes, I was like, <laughs> nope, <laughs> nope, nope, not them. <laughs> One of my notes was simply sad Aslan frowny face. <laughs> he looked so sad when he was going to the stone table. And I think I think one thing they did well was uh, even if they didn't know what lions look like and made him only one color, um, <laughs> they did do a good job of giving him emotions. Wait, so. He told them that he was sad and lonely. Yeah. As Aww. the two girls are walking next to him. Yeah. <laughs> and he and he wanted them to hold his hair because it was the last time he was going to have the hair Aww. until he got reborn. That's true. I didn't catch that. I knew I saw them was that in the book the the hold my hair part? Yeah. Cuz they were like Ah, uh, Lucy and Susan. He asked Lucy and Susan something they've been wanting to do since they met Aslan. Oh, okay. They, yeah. It's a good book. I got a little vibe, like a... You guys haven't seen Prison Break, the show from the no. what, 90s, early 2000s, maybe. But there was it's a... Got the uh, lady, it's got the lady from Walking Dead in it, right? Maybe. The people from okay, Walking Dead have been mind. in everything, I think. <laughs> But there was a a character on there that was a creeper, and oh, he man. would 
He would invert Sorry. his pockets. You know, pull the pockets out so that they're flopping mm-hmm. out of his pants like like Dumbo ears. And mm-hmm. he would make his prison friends <laughs> hold on to the the pockets <laughs> when they walked around the prison. So as soon as as soon as Aslan's like, hold my hair, girls. I was like, oh no. <laughs> First Mr. Tomness. Now oh, Aslan. What are you taking them to the table for? <laughs> Definitely a far cry from the movies that you guys grew up with. Yeah. But uh, I think the story, I think the story overall is, is there. I think they did a good job getting the story into a cartoon. Yeah. It's definitely more true to the book, but obviously it's not nearly as exciting as, you know, a full, full fledged budget Disney movie. Um, Yeah. And that movie is just so magical. Like it's, it's incredible to go back and rewatch. And they did a great job casting the four kids. Yeah. Because you had mm-hmm. you had kind of the, the, the older brother, you had the jealous brother, you mm-hmm. you had the, the really cute, innocent, you know, young girl, and then the other sister that was just annoyed by her little sister. I don't know if, if you relate to that at all, Amber, but I don't think she does. <laughs> the the smarter and awesomer older sister. Yeah. <laughs> Susan That's actually cool. I read this somewhere. Susan is um she might be like a self insert for C.S. Lewis. Um because C.S. Lewis was like um I don't know, something about losing his faith and that's why Susan doesn't like Narnia anymore or whatever when she gets older or whatever. So Oh, okay. Susan's like like an allegory of C.S. Lewis's uh, religious experience. That's cool. cool. Yeah, but that's probably the the most drastic change between the two features is the how well the the kid actors were versus yeah whatever was voicing these <laughs> creatures. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. I had it right the first time. One thing that I'm glad they removed from both adaptations of the book is when Santa gives the kids the presents, he's like, a sword and shield for you, Peter. A bow for you, Susan. I hope you don't have to use it. And a dagger for you, Lucy. I hope you don't have to use it. Because we all know that war gets ugly when women fight. (laughs) Oh no! I was like, that was in the book. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, Santa. I don't know if Santa's a little sexist here, or if he's trying to be protective of them, or or what. But <laughs> I was like waiting for Aslan to to pull out the sexism, <laughs> but he didn't, so I was happy. <laughs> and but this- I don't, know if, I don't know if that's how the book was intended to 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 read. I don't know if that's what that meant. Um, obviously we've come a long way, but <laughs> it was just a little weird hearing Santa say that. In this version, uh, Aslan, when he was handing out the gifts, did say, you know, he, that he hopes they never have to yeah. use it, you know, the females. Yeah. But he didn't but say the... that he, <laughs> he didn't say he, the war is ugly when women fight. <laughs> in the Disney version, 
wasn't Susan kind of a badass on the battlefield? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that that predated Katniss, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So she's the OG Katniss. OG. Oh, we need an epic rap battles of history with that. <laughs> <laughs> they could they could shoot Katniss. apples off each other's heads. See who the better archer was. It's probably well. Katniss gets a bunch of techie techie tools. I'm in yeah. the trees. I'm in the breeze. <laughs> do you, do you, we uh um we live in District Twelve. What? Yeah, District Twelve is the coal mining. Well, I don't know. We actually might be flooded and underwater in Panem. But who's Virginia? Do, wait, do our listeners know we're in Virginia? They do know. They know we're in District Twelve <laughs> slash Thirteen. <laughs> no, I think Thirteen's farther away. But District Twelve is all the coal mining stuff. Obviously, you've read the books, seen the movies. I've seen. Yep, I've done both. All right, so we'll have to come back in the future and hit some more Narnia. But we wanted to start off with this one so that we can only go up in the right direction from here. But if you want to check it out and check it out for yourselves, just search in YouTube and you'll find several versions of it. I'm not sure yeah. who holds the copyright, but no one's taken them down. So yeah, go, en- go, go enjoy them. They were published on both DVD and uh, VHS back in the day. I wow. mean, if it's still owned by the church, then it's probably just like free reign. Like Could if be. the church made it. One of the channel names that I found it on was, let's see how long this stays up. <laughs> that was the name of the channel name, I think. Oh, my God. Oh, my like, gosh. Are they, just, are they just hoping to get a copyright strike or something? <laughs> yeah, so go check it out. You can go watch it, enjoy it. There was a 4K version that was better than the other one that listed 4K. So do a quick little preview of both to see which one looks better because one was a lot better check it out see what you like i would say don't be alarmed by the red mr tumnus but at least the version that we watched he was in the thumbnail and it was very concerning right off the bat but you'll get used (laughs) to it don't worry he was showing his true colors (laughs) a little demon did you notice i'm pulling a danny now did you notice he stole her handkerchief he yes. stole Lucy's handkerchief. He did. No. He just flat out stole it. He was like, can yeah. I keep this? He was being pick me. Oh. Well, he always... I don't even okay. think he asked. He was using it, and then all of a sudden he just shoves it into his coat. In the no, book. he asked. Oh, did you notice she pulled it out of, like, nowhere? <laughs> She's wearing a <laughs> no. skirt and a shirt. And then she, like, pulls up her shirt and just pulls it out. Like, where was that? In your pants? Her undies. <laughs> Did you just give Mr. Tumnus your undies? That's why he wanted to keep it. Ew! (laughs) 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 Sorry, Nana. (laughs) He's he's gonna gonna sell it on only fawns. (laughs) 
to Mr. Beaver. <laughs> you I wonder how in. much he paid for it. <laughs> Did you notice he, he had his little parcels when he got turned into stone also? Yeah. Like... <laughs> That's so that we could tell it was him That's, and not just yeah. some other fawn. Because <laughs> he, he was colorless. Packages. He wasn't <laughs> he red, so we wouldn't recognize him. Alright, oh so that gets, us, that gets us far enough in this episode. So go check that out. Bring us, uh, Send us an email or tweet at us or shout at us or Bring something. Us your underwear handkerchief. Let us know what you think about the movie. Tell us your thoughts. We will be looking forward to hearing those from you. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to wrap this one up. So go ahead. Like I said, check out the other socials. Check out the YouTube channel. See what's going on there. And uh, we are ramping up close to the holiday season. So at some point, we'll probably be off for a couple weeks. We'll give you a heads up on that um, as we take a little vacation. Maybe we'll put some greatest hits out there for you. While Narnia is always winter and never Christmas, here it's Christmas but not winter. <laughs> <laughs> it was 60 degrees the other day. It's really nice. Yeah. But it'll get cold again. So check it out. Reach out to us. Do your thing. We're doing our thing. You do your thing. And until next time, peace, peace out. out. And geek, and geek out. out. Thank you for listening to the Family Geekery Podcast. For more information, visit www.familygeekery.com. Don't forget to subscribe at your favorite podcast provider. And until next time, peace out and geek out.